That's right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're back. It's the peak. It's the Keith Battle. I said it's the Pete Pete Battle Podcast. I can't even talk today. I'm stuttering. <laughs> it's the Keith Battle Podcast. So glad you're tuned in. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening in. We're so glad. I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about today. Can't wait. I'll tell you in a minute. I'm going to start off by answering an email this week from Kim D. Thank you, Kim D. The subject is when a man has lost the desire for marriage. Here's the message. I've been watching your sermons online for months now. And whenever you mention relationships, specifically men who won't commit, I'll forward those sermons to my male friend who I've dated. He's in his 50s and he's never been married. So already when you say it's your male friend that you've been dating, he's in his 50s, never been married. You know, I do make assumptions. Although he says, I'm back to your letter. Although he says he came close to it twice when he was younger. He says he agrees with everything you say in your sermons, but he pointed out that most of your sermons regarding relationships refer to men who don't want to settle down because they're players and don't want to commit, etc. And that's not the case with him. He's a great son, uncle, friend, everyone who knows him. He's involved in his church and his community. He said he has never been a player, but that his issue is as he's gotten older, he has lost a desire to be married and he doesn't know how to get it back. He says he loves me. And he knows I love him, but he just feels like, what's the point of getting married at this stage in his life? He wanted me to ask you if you have any advice to, to offer someone in his situation who has lost that desire. Well, I want to know, does he have a desire to have sex? Because if he has a desire to have sex and he's getting it and he's a church man, he already knows the rules. And if he's having sex and he's not married, then he can, he can say he's not a player, but he's still playing by his own rules. The rules that I've read. Like you can't, you're not supposed to do that. So if he, you know, I don't know the level of intimacy in your relationship, but if you've been in a relationship that long with somebody of that age and he loves you and y'all are close, but he says he doesn't want to get married, then that means, you know, if he's single and celibate, great. He can probably help a lot of people, but that would make him the exception, not the rule. That's my opinion. So um, if I were you, I would figure out what I need to do to find somebody that may be interested in marrying you as opposed to somebody who just kind of lost a desire to be married, but they want to be in a committed relationship. I don't I don't even know how to fix that other than saying it sounds like he's playing by his own rules. But if you want to write me again, give me more information or he can write me directly. That's another thing. You don't have to email me for him. That's my own sense on that anyway hey y'all i'm really excited about today i can't say if there's a podcast i've been more excited about than this one today um as we talk about a subject that really is a church churchy kind of subject it really is a church subject and we don't always just talk about church stuff here we talk about business we talk about dreams we talk about goals we talk about finance we talk about fitness but there's an there are really three aspects to church that make people come is preaching, music, and relationships. That's the only reason people really come to church. And I think if you have strong relationships, if you have good preaching, if you have great music, you pretty much have a church that people will be interested in. And I'm grateful because at our church, I feel like we do have all of those things. And I'm really grateful because we got some people here today who make that happen vocally. And so this will be part one of a two-part 
podcasts on music and worship in the church. One will be focusing on vocalists and the singing part. The other part, part two, will be on the music part of it. And we'll also talk to a, a vocalist in that one as well. So I'm excited. I want to introduce our guest right now. We have with us Charles Brown. He's our vocal director at Zion Landover. Welcome, Charles. Thank you. Thank you very much. Miss LaShawn Martin, also one of our vocal leaders and worship leaders at Zion Landover. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Susan Kellum is our vocal director at Zion for Zion Woodbridge. I'm sorry. God bless you. Praise the Lord, Thank sister. Thank you for letting us be here. Hi, everybody. All righty. Praise the Lord. We have a, a, another special guest here with us. I don't know how we're going to get Jamon on the mic. We might bring him in on part two because we can't really move the mics around a lot. But anyway, here's where I want to start. Like when you all sing every day, like when y'all sing on Sunday, what do y'all do to prepare as y'all stand to prepare? Vocally, spiritually, do y'all have a routine that you go through to get ready to lead worship? And if so, what is it? We all do. Who wants to go first? Absolutely. You go first since you're talking now. No, ladies first. Oh, Lord. Okay. So I'll tell you what I do. Okay. Um, sleep is paramount for me. Wow. I have to get rest. If I don't get the proper amount of rest, I don't have the full capacity of my gift. Mm. Um, the other thing that's very critical is hydration. Like mm. water, 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 and not just the day before and not just the night before, uh -huh. but consistently because it keeps your vocal cords lubricated. It okay. allows you to have more fluidity um, in your gift and in the muscle um, wow. to, that you could utilize at, at its full capacity. Um, people that have had vocal issues before know the difference mm. between non-hydration and hydration. Can I wow. get an amen? Amen. <laughs> wow. So that's big. I wouldn't um, have known that. Absolutely. Um, also prayer. You know, mm -hmm. I always feel like um, I'm being used as a vessel for God's use. It's mm -hmm. not my platform. It's not my stage. It's not about me. Um, so I have to pray and make sure that I'm in full submission and humility and open to whatever God wants to do mm -hmm. with my gift in that moment. So mm -hmm. that's how that's how I prepare. Nice, nice, nice. Anybody got similarities or anything you would add to that? Um, I'll go or next. Anything? I do have similarities, but... Um and rest can sometimes be a challenge, but I do feel the difference. I can say that when I've been up with the kids the night before versus if I'm able to get um, more sleep, mm -hmm. it's so it's obviously it's, it's, it's just a, a better experience for everyone. Mm. But um, in addition to um, moisture, moisturizing and, and rest um, and prayer, um, I sing throughout the week. Um, just um, I feel like Sunday experiences are an overflow of whatever i'm doing throughout the week whatever is already there mm. so uh, i have several i guess praise and worship sets throughout the day or throughout the week just in my own they may not even be the same songs that we're doing but just to keep my focus um with god so, so. you try to worship all week yeah how about you charles yeah so um i often say to our singers that um sunday morning preparation for sunday morning starts on saturday afternoon Mm. I feel like diet is very, very important. Wow. I love food. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> and I eat whatever I want until Thursday or Friday. <laughs> okay. And then Thursday and Friday, I, I cut, try to cut out my dairy. And I try to cut out any spicy foods or anything that's going to cause phlegm. I also mm. think that cardio and steam are very important. 
Mm. Cardio creates circulation in your body. Mm. And whenever circulation happens in your body, it also happens in your vocal cords. Mm. And also, I sleep with steam. We all do. <laughs> we uh, have a humidifier by our beds. Wow. And we sleep with steam. But um, if I mean, what's important to me is that if you just wait until Saturday or even Friday to prepare for Sunday, you're still going to be really, I'm still going to be really nervous on Sunday because I'm feeling like I haven't done everything I can in the process. Um, people always think, and I didn't even know if you wanted to go here, but I'm going to no, go here. Cool. People always think that we worship God and we start when the lights come up. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we do God a disservice mm-hmm. if we don't give him our best in the process, mm-hmm. if we don't give him our best in the preparation. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally am not that impressed by what a singer does on stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really impressed by what our singers do backstage True. Mm. on Absolutely Wednesday agree. at yeah. rehearsal yes mm. you know what I mean to each other how we edify each other mm-hmm. how we take care of each other because you see the enemy will attack us in insecurity that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing mm-hmm. that the enemy does mm-hmm. you can say amen if you want amen. to you, amen. you know what I mean mm-hmm. we're, we're insecure people mm-hmm. and you know we our gifts have been given to us without repentance mm-hmm. 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 so we can get up and slay a room but that's not that God does that mm-hmm. What we do, what we do to give to Him is mm-hmm. what we do on Thursdays, what we do on Wednesdays, how we interact with each other. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What we do, you know what I mean? The preparation and the process is an act of worship in itself. So you mentioned, you mentioned that even if you prepare, you still, you at least said, still have times when you're nervous. Every we single So do y'all, y'all get nervous? Everyone does. Ah. Every time. Every. Get out of here. But you know what I always say? A measure of nervousness is good for me. Okay. Because it makes me remember that it's not me anyway. Right. It's not about me anyway. Good. So it, it allows room for the Holy Spirit to do good. Good, His work good. or its work. Right. Yes. Right. You know, and another thing, another reason I get nervous is because um, the instrument of voice is affected by everything in its, env- its environment. Mm. So Explain where, that. Where, um, you know, a keyboard, you have a machine. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a trumpet is a little closer to a voice because you're actually using the muscles in your cheek in your mm-hmm. mouth mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, a violin is very close to the voice because your ear is so important mm-hmm. but the voice is the only instrument that comes fully out of the human body alone mm. so that means that everything that happens to the uni- to the human body actually affects the production of the sound right. yeah. so if we're dry we sound different mm. if we're happy we sound different mm-hmm. if we're crying our voice shuts down mm. if it's you know hot in the room if it's a change of atmosphere if the smoke is blowing if the smoke is blowing <laughs> <laughs> or it's cold Chris, <laughs> if, if, Chris if, Suggs giving the smoke <laughs> machine up yeah, for the if people. the pollen count is Yes, huge. You get what I mean? I, that is, this is so insightful. Yeah, yeah. Like the, all this stuff y'all have to go through. I just so thought y'all I could sing. I really did. <laughs> really, I just thought y'all could sing. I mean, you can, but the fact that you had to do this prep work and drinking and Absolutely. resting and exercising and steamers and all that. And the like, awareness. Who that? Just yeah. the awareness of where am I in this moment? How do I feel? What have I done? Okay, and see, this is what I was going to say before. <laughs> After I've done everything in the process and I'm totally aware of what I'm doing the atmosphere now I can say okay God I've done everything I can mm. and you always do above and beyond all I can ask mm-hmm. or think yeah. so now I trust you I remember mm-hmm. somebody telling me that about Fred Hammond years ago that he sleeps a lot yes. mm-hmm. but that's which is a part of his prep like he takes a lot of naps 
but I never knew that that was connected to singing anyway. Absolutely, that's good to know. Do you, so, so, so. Let me ask this question: When it comes to, I, I saw this documentary on um, Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. and and it was uh, Clive Davis who was talking about how you know she she became famous, and there was a song that somebody wrote, and he says she performed the song, and she and he said she owned it, she owned mm-hmm. the song. What does that mean when you say? What does it mean to own a song? To y'all, that that means you you make it you make it your own. Yeah. Um, you can hear, and I always try and respect the artists that created the song. Right, I right. always try and respect um, where they go with the song. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if I don't embody the song for Lashawn's gift, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me the delivery is just not going to be the same. Wow. It's not going to be. I, I don't. I don't think the congregation or the crowd, depending on where I'm singing, are going to receive it well mm-hmm. if I don't make it. LaShawn. If I'm trying to imitate someone, right. that's one thing. And there are a whole lot of folks out there that can amazingly imitate other people. Right. I try and give it whatever it is that I have in me mm-hmm. to make the song my own because I think it will be um, delivered better. Yeah. It does translate better. Yeah. You put your stamp on it, that yeah. your interpretation, yes. the way that it relates to you. And that's that's going to sound different because you're different. Right. So. But you know, there's two different mm-hmm. ways to own a song, though. Okay. Meaning, just like uh, the lady said, you know, make it your own. But also, sometimes you have to figure out with the piece, am I speaking for myself and being vulnerable in this moment? Letting everyone know that this is a story that relates to me, mm-hmm. or am I speaking for an unknown person in the seventh row? Mm-hmm. You hear what I mean? Yeah. Because according to what the piece is, it may not be something I'm going through personally, mm-hmm. but I'm still an anointed vessel. Yeah. So it's my job to speak for, you know, James in the fifth row who needs to say, you know, God, this is what I'm going through. Sure. Mm-hmm. When you so when you all get something like when you all. As singers, for the most part, you, you're given. Well, you you guys are a little different because you lead and you you're 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 in, in charge. But usually, in most churches, it's somebody on a on an instrument that's kind of calling the shots of song selections for the most part. So when you all get a song and you're saying, "We got it," this is what we're singing, mm-hmm. right? And let's say it's something you've never sung before. So what is what do you do? to prepare obviously listen to the song right do you, what do you, what is, what is what is t- take me through that progression like what is that like i got a song what do y'all start doing to get ready because in maybe four days you got to sing it in front of a bunch of people right what do you what what's how do you go about that what do y'all do I, I immediately listen to the entire song mm-hmm. several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I put it on repeat several times. Right. Then I break it up into sections because if it has a lot of verses, if it has a lot of words, if it had thing, if it has things that are going to be a little bit more challenging for me, I have to compartmentalize it so I can yeah. retain it a little bit better. Yeah. Now in my younger years, <laughs> I could listen maybe once or twice and I'd have that joker down. Right, 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 it's a little right. different for me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I have so many other you know yeah, things going on absolutely. so i have to break it up into little pieces so that i can retain it a little bit more yeah. and then after i it, this is hard to explain but after i feel like i i feel the song okay i like i've got it yeah. then i just kind of listen fluidly and determine where i'm going to go with it okay so let's go to that part she says she she gets to a point where you feel the song does that always happen or there's some songs you just sing because they're on a list. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay, absolutely. This, this is on a list. I got to sing it. It's right. pretty rare. I can say that that we have something that we're given that we don't either already know uh-huh. or have heard 
okay. or or like it once we hear it mm-hmm. i would say i could probably count on one hand the songs that i'm just like oh gosh do yeah, i really yeah. have to do this probably the ones i pick like <laughs> I do that, let's sing that one it's pretty rare though it's pretty rare yeah and, you know, another thing that i i do to prepare uh, especially for a new song after i do everything that LaShawn just said mm-hmm. he's absolutely right and then i decide okay where is the song going there mm-hmm. are certain songs that start in a splash mm-hmm. and you know that you have to splash at the beginning mm-hmm. and then keep it going. There are certain songs that start in the whisper mm-hmm. and there's a journey that happens mm-hmm. and you have to be responsible for that journey. Mm-hmm. I think some of the, uh, uh, a mistake that some singers make is that they, they don't hear that the writer has has decided that it's going to start in a whisper and mm-hmm. and dawn into something bold. Mm. And if you start doing all this crazy stuff in the beginning, you have to go. you've done yeah. the song a disservice. Mm. And yeah. you have nowhere to go, like Susie. Yes. Wow. Perfect example. A song that starts in the splash is Worth. Anthony Brown's Worth. Yes. Mm, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Okay. Bam. Yeah. Right out there. Right. Right? As opposed to um, Todd Delaney's Victory belongs to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Starts in a whisper. Mm-hmm. Or Lord, you are good. Mm-hmm. Starts in a whisper. Mm-hmm. And throughout the song, it just dawns. So yeah. I have to learn that about the song too. Right, right. Do y'all? Do, what about? What about? Have you ever sung a song and the song was a killer, but it was something about the lyrics that was just a little challenge, like maybe maybe doctrinally <laughs> off. Or like scripts, funny. Like like we like were talking about this the other day. Go ahead, like what do y'all do when you when you have a conflict with your theology and the, <laughs> and the melody? The melody is killing. Are you gonna say it or am I gonna say it? You go ahead and say it, child. <laughs> there's, a, there's a big discussion right now. <laughs> Say Maybe we shouldn't have named the song or the artist. Maybe I don't okay. Know. Don't name okay. it. Don't name it. Okay, Just I won't name the song. Talk around it. All right, all right. <laughs> There's a certain lyric where we're actually pro- proclaiming something that we're actually scared for God to do. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, I got you. Make yes. me patient or something. <laughs> Worse than that, take everything away from me. Yeah. Oh, take it yeah. all. Take oh, it all. Yeah. It's yeah. like, do I really want God to take everything? Because yeah. in my mind, that means my husband. That yeah. means my children. That means my house. That means my future yeah. grandbabies. That means yeah. all of that. Yeah. My sight. You know? Yeah. Here's another challenge, though. Yeah. And it's because I'm, I'm really anal about the English language. Mm-hmm. When we have songs mm-hmm. that are not grammatically correct, yeah. Yeah. it is very difficult for me to sing yeah. them. Yeah. It's very difficult. Now, yeah. I know, you know, it's the flow and it may rhyme yeah. with something or it may sound hip or, you sure. know, it goes but it's just like oh come yeah, on y'all can we yeah. not butcher the english right, language right you know? right right <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so let's talk about people who you admire who do yeah. what you do like in your industry for each of you when you think of like this this person personifies they 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 are they are you know at the top of the food chain when it comes to leading worship or and why not just who, but why. Who do you like? Who do you love listening to and why? And it may be more than one person, but somebody that really stands out to you. I think for me, it's a team. I like the collaborations that are taking place, like with um, certain worship groups, like what Bethel are doing, mm-hmm. um, because it's not just one personality that's being pushed out. They're mm-hmm. a team mm-hmm. of writers and, and worshipers. And who'd you say? Bethel. They're Bethel. out in, they're in California. Okay. Um, I think they're patient with their worship, which is um, 
I appreciate the journey that they take you on. It's very authentic. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes they'll just take their shoes off. Not that we can do that, but <laughs> no, we just <laughs> did they, it last week. But yeah, yeah. but just just mm-hmm. th- that place of authenticity, I think, and brokenness where it's um, they're doing it, and they're to me setting an example where there's a lot of collaboration amongst their team or their their um, their writers. Their mm-hmm. uh, there's not one person that's pushed. Well, they're led by um, the Johnsons. Um, is it Jen? And um, I forgot her husband's name. Anyway, they, they have a team. That's that how works. that's how non-spectacular they are. We well, no, I don't. Well, I, right, true. <laughs> right. They, 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 push, they push the brand or the, the entire Bethel. team, yes. Um, the way they, sh- they share it and they, they, they all, their styles are somewhat different. And they are CCM. I get mm-hmm, that, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm eclectic. We all are eclectic, where we like several styles. But I think for them, just the format of where we're going as a team, as far as um, collaboration and working um, across the board, different campuses, different teams, and what they're already doing, the way that they, this is just a very authentic, authentic place of worship mm-hmm. that they come from when they start out. So, when, if you all are listening right now, let me clarify a couple of things. One is CCM stands for Christian Contemporary Music, right? Mm-hmm. And what I want y'all to do, even if you don't go to church, I want you to understand what goes on in the mind of the people up on stage. What do they do to prepare? How do they work together? What are some of the things that you may not know? And so, um, this is very helpful. So, when you all look at people, somebody who's doing it at a high level, who comes to your mind? Who do you all enjoy? So two people come to mind for me um, immediately. Miranda Curtis. Okay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love her authenticity Mm -hmm. of worship. She just sets the atmosphere from the moment she opens her mouth. And I know that that has to do with a lot of preparation. Mm -hmm. I know that has to do with uh, pain that she has Uh, suffered. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's where a lot of worship comes from. I mean, people think that, you know, when we step on the stage, you know, you're going to kill this song, you're going to crush this song. But... Sometimes we're worshiping through. We're worshiping through some stuff. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Um, Another person who a lot of people may be familiar with, but maybe not, uh, Christabel Clack. She is, um, she's a worship leader. She's also a pastor's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have heard of the All Nations, you know, those, the, the churches that are in, in like Vegas and California and Atlanta and okay. a lot of different places. Um, but she is also the worship leader for that church. Okay. Very similar to, uh, to Miranda Curtis in her just complete abandonment with worship. I yeah. mean, when she walks up there from the moment she opens her mouth, it's yeah. just all about setting the atmosphere for worship. Yeah. So those are the top two for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charles? Yeah. Charles McReynolds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And not so much for what he does on stage, but the way he thinks. Mm-hmm. I like the intimacy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The intimacy with Christ. I'm, I'm at the point now where like, you know, me and my devotional readings and a cup of coffee and it brings me to tears yeah Yeah. just the intimacy and he takes that intimacy and he spreads the intimacy throughout the world i also like todd delaney i like the whole i like his background singers i like his style I like what the way he dresses. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. You trying to bite his outfit? You know what's his name? (laughs) Jonathan Reynolds. He he writes about stuff that the artists in the church circles don't typically write about, like which is refreshing. Yeah, absolutely. Like an approach like that. I have a challenging question. Like, have you ever been doing a song and then you felt like going somewhere else with it or tagging something on it and? You're in a moment, you're feeling like led to go somewhere else, but the band didn't make it. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, or, sir. Or the band stayed where you were. Yeah. You already on something else or or they just or they're fumbling with it. Like, does that like what do y'all do in that moment? Because to me, as a non like professional, I feel like that's my cue to just let it go. Let it go. But do y'all just because I, I, I saw Donnie McClurkin recently. And I noticed whenever he wanted to shift, if they were stumbling, he would just close that fist up. Like, you know, the closed fist, you point the closed fist at the band, that means Shut no it noise. Down. Like, yep. And then he just went a cappello for a minute. Mm-hmm. But what are y'all yes. doing in those situations? Or has it, or can you relate to that? Yes, we can. <laughs> Absolutely. It happens. Um, I've done that, actually, where um, it depends. It actually yeah. depends on um, what's happening. If it's sometimes it's necessary to go there. Like you're saying, if you're being led, I'm going to be obedient to what God is saying. Right. But there are other times where it, in obedience but if it's like a a train wreck it's like yeah. we, it's going to cause a more distraction right it's like let this, it go it's not worth tearing I, you know my heart for. lord yes yeah the lord knows <laughs> the lord knows my heart and we don't want to cause confusion in the room yeah. at the same rate there have been times where it was pressing to do it even if they weren't there and that was the wisdom was okay don't worry about it you guys just hold the note or stay softly mm-hmm. and we'll just and the audience we'll will do it, it. and the, typically if the band is capable, which ours are, they they find it. They will okay. come back in and pick it up. That seems to be go. important. The band need to be saved too. Mm. Glory to God. Yeah, at least mm-hmm. one of them. Yes, God. <laughs> the drummer. Somebody over there got to know Jesus <laughs> if they're gonna flow. Amen. Right. <laughs> you can't just yeah. be artistic. Whew. But that that tricky. marriage, I think, has to be very tight in the for it to be effective. Like yeah. you, because if you, I'm gonna stay with this question, but if you like, let's say you're somewhere and that's not your band. Like somebody asks you or you just you're upstage and you've never met these people and you tell them put me in C or whatever. I don't know what y'all do. I don't know how y'all do that. Put me in A. I still don't know what that means. But I know F shop is what I'm on and Chris told me to put me. Right. Right. So like when when that thing is not doing what is you know what I mean? Like. Is there a re- okay? Go ahead with the question, but then then spin off of that into how important the relationship is between musician and singer in that moment where we're trying to really take people somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You want to go? Go ahead. Well, it, um, for me, it's what and when. Okay. You know, it, the Holy Spirit can give me what, mm-hmm. but if I don't navigate the when, there's mm-hmm. an open there's an openness in the moment mm-hmm. that you can sense where. You can drop into a moment, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> excuse me, and and, and it and it feels organic. Mm-hmm. I think the times that it's tra- a train wreck for me is because I forced it. Right, right. It's a great idea, yeah. But I tried <laughs> to put it over something that's already happening. Right, you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah. So if it's really a great idea, first of all, we're we're lucky in Landover because we can talk about it in between services and con- make it concrete. You got more than one shot at right. getting it right. Yes. Yeah. But even if not, the the best introduction of something that's on your heart comes in the stillness. Mm-hmm. I always say um, silence is music and stillness is, is dance. dance. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Silence <laughs> is music, stillness is dance. Yeah. Mm. So th- it's in that, it's in everything that's happening and the Holy Spirit is giving it to you and then you mm-hmm. just wait and something will die down and you'll hear the chord rest. Mm-hmm. And see, that's where I feel like, like, because we're going to talk to, you know, musicians as well about this, but that's where I feel like there's, you all don't have ecclesiastical liberty as i would say like when i when i come up on the stage and it's time for me to preach i don't have to do anything right away 
because I'm the pastor. Right. So I can sit in a spot. I can think. I can hear. Sense what I feel God is doing. Are we done? Are we not? I don't feel like you all have that liberty, at least, or it's not an ecclesiastical liberty that y'all can just be silent on the stage mm -hmm. and and be in a mode of listening to God for a new song in that moment. I feel like y'all got to do your set. You know how much time you got. You got a production director wrapping it up and all like that. That would, to me, that takes away from what could happen. But nobody's telling me what to do when I get up there. Right. So some of the stuff that y'all may want to do, maybe, and I, I'm saying just in our context, mm -hmm. and I, I think it's in most, Unless you're in a context where somebody just the the pastor already told you, hey, let God have His way, <laughs> right? Like, you know, you have every yes. way. Yes. But when you got multiple services and you got time constraints or whatever it is you're dealing with, it seems like y'all have some more restrictions on y'all. We do to be in that what you just described. Yeah. Yes. I never go up and go into anything. I'm always trying to hear what I was mm -hmm. hearing when I was down. Right. And because I don't know how to sing well, I always hear something better than I can do it. So I'm waiting but on... you know, yeah. you are a musician. You do know that, right? Yeah, I played it. Um, yeah. Radio. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> wow. You have a musician's mind. But what I was going to say, though, is we do the, the, the stuff that you do and the mm -hmm. way that you get to listen, mm -hmm. we get to listen like that in rehearsal. Okay. Yeah. We get to listen like I, that. Yeah, because I wasn't in That's good. We That's get to good. listen like that in worship night. We have it in worship night. Oh, no question. We have it at worship night. I was just going to say that. Yeah. That's yeah. when we kind of have that freedom to open up and yeah. we don't. We have time constraints, yeah. but we're able to, you know, kind of stretch a little bit, you right. know, at, at worship night. So we, you know, as as vocalists and worship leaders, we look forward to that because yeah. that's one of the few opportunities that we have to yeah. do that. But to go back to your question a, mo mm -hmm. a moment ago. Yes. At This was maybe two worship nights ago. I was singing Nobody. Right. Okay. And at the end of the song, you know, no, we're nobody doing our greater. No. Yeah. No. Um, nobody. Tie. Tie. Okay. Nobody. Oh yeah. Nobody, yeah. Yeah. That, right. Okay. So we get to the end of the song, mm -hmm. and I'm feeling something in my spirit to continue going. Right. Right. So I look at Josh and I say, "Who's better than Jesus?" And the song was dying down. <laughs> oh my! Right. You were still up and there. And I was still up You're here. Turned up. Yes. Everybody was turned down. I was totally turned <laughs> up. And Josh looked at me and was like. Sorry, I'm sorry. He's saying I'm sorry, and then he goes back into the song. But at that point, it was, it was so over. awkward. It was, it was, it was so awkward. Yeah, yeah. So here's the funny thing. Now when we do that song, yeah. Josh is like, "Lashawn, you gonna do that part, right?" Right, 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 right. <laughs> he don't want to leave you out there. He don't want to leave yourself. me out there. But in that moment, I was like, "Oh man, yeah, you didn't yeah, have me. Yeah, you didn't yeah. have my back." <laughs> right, right. Did anybody else see that? I picked it up. Yeah, yeah. 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 you remember the moment, yeah, right? I do. Yeah. See, I didn't see it. Okay. So most most of the rest of us didn't pick up on. But that, okay. that speaks to what you were saying before about having a great communication yes. with Josh or, or with Chris or with, you know, Biscuit, wh whoever. Right. We're actually, who who's our mu uh, musician's liaison mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. in the moment. Um, you know, you got to kind of have like a... Uh, you do. Uh, ESP ESPN <laughs> <laughs> And we normally do Let me say that We yeah. normally have Great communication But there are moments You know where we have flubs yeah. So yeah. So as a pastor I like worship so much That I would love Even Sunday Even though I had a message I was telling you I, w I really would love To do worship Through the service And when I stopped doing, We used to do that Way back on the mercantile days I don't think any of y'all were there We had Sundays Where we never Where I wouldn't preach mm -hmm. And And My pastor challenged me And he says I love what you're doing 
but man can't live by bread alone. He just kept saying, you have to teach your people something. Mm -hmm. You can't just be, you know, he's not saying kill the worship, but you can't just shout all the time. You can't just mm -hmm. be doing it because I love worship. Right. So I would love to go in that space, but I always hear him in the back of my head saying, you got to teach something because okay. people need an instruction for their yeah. life. Yeah. But I don't always do it. Sometimes on Sundays we're going to be doing it. So right. anyway, that's right. I wanted to add that to it. Yes. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> but I'm yeah, yeah. what I'm saying is I wouldn't even leave y'all out there like that. If I'm going if it's gonna go into worship, it's gonna be because we all yeah. right, sure. trust me. I wouldn't just say, Y'all go ahead, you know. But it's gonna be because it was in the room, like yeah. for that. Which yeah. brings me to this. Have y'all can y'all tell which may be try a trite question, can y'all tell when the people in the congregation are with y'all. Yes. Absolutely. Can y'all tell? Y'all can feel it. Can y'all tell when they're not? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> What's that like leading worship uh, to a dead it's room? A pool. It, it's weight. It's a funeral. Yeah. It. It I, when I see y'all singing at a funeral, I feel so much pain for y'all. Like I feel like really, because the people ain't like most times. Like you have to but anyway, what is that like when you, you sing it to a dead room? I mean, you see the blank faces. You see sometimes the people that are just either not feeling the moment or they don't know what to do. Yeah. But what I've learned, you know, having, you know, been in this for years and years and years is that you can't make assumptions about the facial expressions of people mm. or the physical expressions of people mm -hmm. because... I may, you know, sing something and then <clears throat> I'm thinking that the room just like it totally just did not work. Mm -hmm. But then someone will come up after the service and say, you have no idea how that song wow. blessed me. Or wow. it's something that I was going through at that moment. I had a woman a couple of months ago tell me that her son had been in prison for 20 years and he had just gotten out and mm -hmm. you know um, he was going into a halfway house he had been a drug addict for 50 since he was 15 years old mm -hmm. all of these things were happening mm -hmm. but that service that particular mm -hmm. service I was like nobody's receiving this yeah but you just don't know and, and, and you was. can't make assumptions absolutely wow. it was wow. too is that in, in the black church we're used to looking for emotional response right. yes we yeah. are we're used to looking for physical response mm -hmm. but worship is in so many different levels yeah. you know what I mean it's yeah. beyond me emotion. personally and you guys know this about me when I'm truly in worship I get still silent I just mm. cry mm -hmm. yeah. you know what I mean I very rarely do that big thing I think it's because I do that big thing all the time right so right. there's someone who's receiving it absolutely but not necessarily letting you know from 50 feet away right so you can't base it on volume anyway well, physical can't. response as well but right. but that it you, helps mentioned you worship you mentioned <laughs> worship night anytime we have a worship night you can go up on the stage and say Jesus and the place gone. That's the truth. <laughs> that worship night is, that thing is like, so you ain't, it ain't nobody just in there still. No, sir. It's like, what you say? You right. said his name? Right. right. Marriage baby? <laughs> but you know why? There's an expectation. People come so with that's what it is. Do. That's that what makes it is. a difference. They that's do. They is. come ready. Anytime, you know, we can, we can arrive as vocalists and people are already in line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we get there for our call time and people are already ready. They're coming with an expectation. Yeah. They want something Hungry. absolutely mm. and wow. that's like candy for us yeah that's, that's like gotta candy. be yeah. yeah yeah that's like crack on y'all absolutely because like, when y'all first used to do it the first time we did it and i heard y'all doing it again and in like two months i was like y'all going this is y'all doing this too much right but i'm like nah this the people are saying we want this mm -hmm. on a regular basis so yeah. i can't wait till we get a new facility where it's gonna really be we can get more people in the room can't wait where it's happening too I'm going to wrap this up in a minute. 
I, I have a question about that might go a little deeper. Have you ever felt unworthy to worship because of something going on in mm. your personal life? And if so, how do you how do you navigate through that space so that you can still serve people even mm. though you don't feel like you sh you're worthy to serve? Like mm. like what are y'all doing now? I know what I do as a because as a preacher. Yeah. So. <clears throat> You know, some of us have been saved all our lives. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at these looking two like, ladies. Look at this. Susan definitely got <laughs> yeah, a buddy. got a lifelong membership with you. <laughs> Susan hey, been you in know. that blood. She been in that blood a long time. Yes, Lord. Huh? Huh? Yes, And listen, I can see it in the jacket. <laughs> them ain't tears. Them holes. Yes. <laughs> you can. You be your hole. Them broken. Yeah, broken. Buddy. Holy. Stripped down. Oh, see. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I have to say that I, I don't know if it's insecurity or if it's just uh, I'm in a place of repentance every mm. single weekend. Mm -hmm. And it's not because I've done anything wrong. You sure? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not yeah. this week. Keep it 100. My, my sin level is low this, this week. <laughs> it's only Monday. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but but um, yeah, I'm always questioning, you know, God, you know, I, can I pour myself out to you more? What can I do more? God, please don't block. Don't let me right. and, and, and my shortcomings or my overindulgences block what you have mm. for someone else. Mm. Like, I come with that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, because one of the things that makes me feel like I'm unworthy could be my own ego, mm. my own arrogance. Like, I'm getting ready to come in here, and boy, when I sing this note, they're going to cry. Mm. <laughs> I'm already in self. I'm already mm -hmm. in the wrong posture. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. not just things that I've maybe done or not done to be in the center of God's will. Sometimes it's just my posture. Mm. It makes me unworthy because it's too much me. So do mm. you do you wrestle with the the tension between performing and leading others mm. in worship? Absolutely. I feel like I figured it out, but maybe not. And this is the way I I feel like I figured it out. <clears throat> the performance, because you guys know I have a, a background in theater. Mm -hmm. So the performance part of me is I concentrate on consistency mm -hmm. for all four four services, mm -hmm. and I concentrate on preparation. Mm -hmm. and professionalism mm -hmm. and punctuality mm -hmm. those are the things that i'm i feel like i can use my theater background mm -hmm. but on stage no no on stage i if i feel like i'm performing then I, again i'm in self right mm -hmm. so there is tension i'm saying like what do you do with that you just have to remind yourself that this is not about me. I, we, we've had this conversation many times, but I don't even like the word performance as it mm -hmm. relates to worship mm -hmm. or church mm -hmm. singing. Mm -hmm. To me, it just it, it has that connotation that, you know, you're going up there to present something that you want people to, you know, mm -hmm. almost like you're getting paid for it. Right. Mm -hmm. And some of us are paid for mm -hmm. worship. Right. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I don't like that word because it just seems so self-serving mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. And and in my walk, not can I be honest, I haven't always felt this way. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in my walk and where I am with Christ now, I, I'm in that space of humility where Honestly, Pastor Battle, it is not about me. Mm -hmm. And if it ever appears to be about me, mm -hmm. I feel like I have to check myself. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Even when, you know, people will come up to you, you know, mm -hmm. in the grocery store and Target and airport, mm -hmm. you know, all kinds of different places mm -hmm. and say different things. Mm -hmm. I shrink back mm -hmm. because I don't want people to to make I don't want people to feel like 
she's up here and I'm down here mm-hmm. and you know she's this celebrity or she's this singer and, oh my gosh you're my worship leader mm-hmm. I shrink back and I'm like oh you know hey how you doing which service do you go to I right, want people right, to right. feel comfortable because I never want it to be about me mm-hmm. um, can I be honest with you mm-hmm. sometimes when I when I've had a, a rough night mm-hmm. on Saturday or the mm-hmm. week before mm-hmm. my kids may have gotten on my nerves mm-hmm. I may have just had an argue with argument with my husband mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I have to get up there to worship mm-hmm. that is a pull sometimes that can be incredibly difficult Mm -hmm. but what I've realized about myself is I have to worship through some things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sometimes when you know we're we're getting ready to start the set I have to talk to myself and say remember this is not about you Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. get whatever you need in this moment for yourself while you're helping to lead other people into that space of worship Um, because sometimes it's it's not pretty yeah it's not pretty you know okay it may have really just gotten on my nerves a couple of hours before and And I got to get on on his too too. yes God (laughs) I do want to add one thing to that Mm -hmm. the way that I erase (laughs) the performance is I replace it with service Good. If I'm yeah. serving, yeah, I'm still it's a having a big word. Because look, oh, you go to a five star restaurant, and the waiter has on crisp shirt. Mm-hmm. They're doing everything very mechanical because they want their level of service, sure, to be to be good. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're thinking about the military, crisp, sharp. in line, sharp, because we want your level of. They're not performing. Yeah, but I think both are important. Somebody once said, "When you dress well, people will remember how you look, but when you leave them, they should remember who you were." Mm-hmm. And what you said. So it's not like being sharp is bad, right? And I know sure. we're not saying that. Sure. I think it's part the presentation matters. Absolutely. Because you don't want you don't want to be sloppy and trifling and unprofessional either. So there is a whether we call it a performance or not, there is a presentation that needs but but what they're gonna what 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 they first see is what you present. What they remember is what you gave them, yes. what you told them. We still want to do things in excellence. They still don't remember if you if 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 you said something, sang something, ministered something that transformed their heart, mind, and spirit. They'll forget what you had on. Yeah, right. True. Right. That's the truth. They're going to see what you. They're going to see how how well you performed. Right. I know you hate that word, but what they're going to remember is how deep the ministry happened. That's I think that's what's important. So, Struggles with. So I just when you're not for living that. right. Well, <laughs> for, for me, for me, it goes back to perception, my perception of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so, like he says, surface for me, the word is offering. Mm-hmm. It's my opportunity Good. to give my offering or to pour out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times pouring out something can be you messy. You still pay your tithe, though. Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Then you give an offering. Yes. Okay. yes. Yes. So so beyond the financial, you're pouring out your offering yes. to God of, of how you worship Him and what you give back. And so I think of um, from a place of humility, like the woman with the um, the two mites, mm-hmm. how she gave of what she had. You can only give w- with what you have That's in good. you. Right. And so when I'm up there, when I'm up there or I'm down there, it's. It's an opportunity to give. What am I going to give to God? And I feel like when I'm broken or I'm, I'm upset or I've been through something, my worship is even more intense yes. than when it's mm, than when I'm totally happy agree. or when things that's are true. going totally great. Totally agree with that. And the way God deals mm-hmm. with me is many times He'll prepare me. Like when when my worship becomes more intense, I almost get like, uh oh, something's about to happen. Mm. Something's coming, and I may not know it, but. It's like I'm making deposits into my what I call mm-hmm. a worship account, so to speak. That's mm-hmm. how I see it, where yes. it's like a bank account or an emergency fund, where if I'm making sure it doesn't get depleted, where it's mm-hmm. not empty, so that if something comes up, I have nothing to give. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I usually, if something happened, it went 
sour argument kids went crazy or something happened on the way um i'm able to pull from the emergency account mm -hmm. so to speak it may not have been mm -hmm. what i had planned to spend mm -hmm. but there's something there yeah. to give based on that so for me that's, that's good. good that's good yeah that's bishop, that helps. bishop david tp Perrin used to say one time I had a talk with him as a young preacher and I was like man sometimes I go to church and I don't feel like I got a word and he said it's in your well mm. yeah. yeah like, like mm -hmm. which is somewhere you know you stored it right. right so you say you call it an offering you call it service and I mm -hmm. think that's good to get that get those terms in our mind we're not here to perform we're here to serve we're here to give an offering mm -hmm. have y'all ever compared yourself to other vocalists and felt like overwhelmed like I'm not I'm not where that person is or I can't do it like them. You've been on a stage with somebody whose gift intimidated you or, I mean, just being real, like, you know, or have you, you just don't make those comparisons or, or I, what, what is, what is that like? I go through that every single week. Yeah. Every single week. Yeah. I, I, I have no problem with saying that, um, <clears throat> um, the Zion vocalists, all of you, the ones sitting in this room, and all the other ones, I admire them so incredibly much. I, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. LaShawn knows she's my muse, man. LaShawn mm -hmm. is my like. That's the the bar. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and you know, Kenny and, and Susan, the notes she can hit, I can't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but what I have to remind myself, first of all, yes, I do. I compare myself. I get insecure. I say, uh oh. I can't do that. I can't right. run like that. I can't riff like that. I can't sing those high notes anymore. I'm getting older. Right. All of that kind of stuff. But um, Holy Spirit reminds me, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. That my voice is valid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, the mistake would be in working harder, not smarter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what she just said, mm -hmm. all you can get, you give your mics. Right. That's yeah. right. You get a lower... Yeah. What you have. That's right. And, see, and if it's, it's really about lifting him up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and right. it's the enemy that does that. Yeah. That, that makes us try to compete yep. and compare. Mm -hmm. That's I feel like that's not God. I just have to remind myself all the time, you are enough. Mm -hmm. mm. Your gift mm -hmm. that God has placed in you is enough. Right. I like Charles said, we we admire each other. I mean, we on worship night, we look at each other like, woo! And I we do that. it all the time. I love that right? about our teams. Yeah. It's, it's people really cheering for each other. Absolutely. Want each other to do good. They Absolutely. Even, yeah. So that's what's up. One more question before we go. Have y'all ever forget, y'all ever forget words of a song? Oh, gosh, yes. And they and the screen ain't moving well, fast yes. enough. Like, what do y'all do? <laughs> what y'all be like? And see, you know, our church, our church, our church is only we have we have closet Pentecostals in our church. Yes, like, we do. We got charismatic people in the closet, right? I'm one of them. So you you really can't just go into you your language. Talk. You can't just go into tongues because right, right. everybody, what she just say? Then we gotta then we gotta teach on it. Right. That's too much work. Jarmon will do that though in a minute. Jarmon, yeah, he's just going his, he's just going his language. But wait, yes, me, sir. But yes, look, sir. If you do it, if you if you're really good, see, Lashawn forgets her words, and she'll turn around to me and she'll look at me. She'll say, "What's the first word?" <laughs> yeah, but how <laughs> about tell her? If the first one is one thing, yeah. But I'm telling you, when you're in the song, yeah, when you're in there, that happened just, to me, and I turned around. Lashawn didn't help me. <laughs> Right. She didn't help me. I'm like, like, what is it? What yeah. is it? She's yeah. like, I don't know. Right. Remember all them times you treat, yeah, just treated yeah, me? Yeah. yeah. 
Stand out there. I look, I look you start watching your, watching your head. The water come up on your right. scalp. <laughs> and the cue is coming up like a train. That, you know, that happened just up. like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I blinked just like he did. I'm like, yeah. we can't help each other right now. So but. what do y'all do in those moments? Oh, God. You let it pass. Mm-hmm. You let the yeah. bar pass and you put up your hands like you worship it. You fake it out. <laughs> and, then you, and then you I catch it when you remember it. Catch it. Just, I get you on the rebound. Yes. Yeah, buddy. Y'all don't yes. have any inner ear things? We used to. Y'all? We used to. We don't have them anymore. We're talking about getting them back, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking about getting them that back. would help. That yeah. would help if somebody could give y'all a cue. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or if it's at the beginning of the song, sometimes, you know, I'll let, I'll let the. I did this the like audience. a Sunday ago. But it wasn't because I didn't remember the words. It was because I was so emotional that I couldn't get the words out. Wow. So I just let the intro go around one more time yeah. before I could start the song. Yeah. yeah. I was at a church one time and the guy just admitted, he said, I don't know the words of this song, y'all. He said, Why are the songs going on? I said, hold up. <laughs> hold up, right there. It's true. True story. I told somebody this the other day. Wow. But, like, you, you, you ever seen somebody try to sing, lift every voice and sing and be messing up the lyrics? Butch- just, oh, just, 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 just start doing the same verse over again. <laughs> Terrible. Stony the road we trod. <laughs> Stony the road we keep on walking, brother. Keep on walking. Oh my gosh. Hey y'all. This has been great. Thank y'all for taking the time to be here. Thank y'all for what y'all doing. It's coming up soon in an area near you. If you're if you even if you're not in our area, you can check out the worship night online. The next one's coming up in a few weeks. Just go to Zionchurchonline.com. We do them pretty frequently. So whenever you hear this, just check out whenever you see a worship night, you get to see these people just unleashed. Really, <laughs> unleashed for God. There's no like I don't even know if y'all have a set when y'all do that. We Is start with one. We start with one. Yeah, it never but works. Sometimes our pastor comes up on stage. Yes, he does. Alters our whole set. Yes, he does. Yes. And then the glory comes, comes in. Asked me to do a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Seems so. Uh, holy amen. <laughs> amen thank y'all for letting me be on the team let me be in the band Absolutely. thank y'all for what you do every week thank you thank it you. really Thanks makes our place us. of worship really special for people and i appreciate y'all doing it pushing through especially when i think about woodbridge because for a long time that was a really really quiet place like mm-hmm. and i know since you susan and eric have been there you have actually taught people how to worship and to engage in worship. So I appreciate your work there. Awesome. Obviously, the work in Landover, y'all operate at a high level. Jamon, he, he, we'll hear him in the next podcast, but what he and that team they are doing, they, they just, they came out the box yeah. on the floor. Yeah. I remember the first service, I don't think he was there, the first service, I went to Pastor Darrell, I said, we need to teach these people how to praise and worship God. Because it was just, I guess it was so new. And I mean, the second week, there was a, you can't even get to the message. Oh, so, awesome. praise God. Thank y'all for tuning in. Want to tell everybody, um, check us out. Go to SoundCloud, all that stuff. We really appreciate your support. And um, uh, send us a letter. Send, send me a letter. You can send an email question to sagacitycompany.com. S-A-G-A City company spelled out dot com there's an ask a question button there if you want to ask me a question i'll try to answer it on the podcast please subscribe to us comment share this with everybody we love hearing from you we'll catch you next time right here on the keep battle podcast